1: Hello and welcome to City Girls Make Do. I'm your host Alex, and I got feet.
0: (laughs) I'm your host Stephanie, and I am a woman, a woman. Oh, hi, and I'm special guest Heather. I'm Alex's
2: mum, and I'm really excited to be joining the lovely ladies this evening. And I hope we're going to talk about some interesting stuff. (laughs) We will.
1: Uh, So yeah, since this is going to be our last episode until the new year, we thought we'd have on a very treasured uh, friend of the show and listener, mother of the show, Mm -hmm. my mother. So I guess usually when we have someone on, we talk about their experience with the show. So, how do you know Sex and the City? Okay, well, I used to watch it when
2: you were just a baby, dear. Mm. Um, You know, 20 years ago when it was on. I used to enjoy watching it. Uh, Always more or less identified a bit with Samantha, I'm sorry (laughs) to say. Um, A bit of a checkered past in my youth. But, um, and also, I share a birthday, one day apart from Kim Cattrall. Oh. So, I'm one one day older exactly than Kim Cattrall. Mind you, she looks a lot better than I do for 62. But, so what? Never mind. We've had some fun, so it's been good getting to 62. And I'm really looking forward. I enjoyed, used to enjoy <laughs> Sex in the City. I see it in different eyes now, 20 years on. It's a bit of a different show. But, yeah, it's cool. I enjoy it.
1: Awesome. That's so good. You have such a radio voice. I love it. <laughs> you really, like, putting it on. Now you know where you got it from, baby. Yeah, it's where it makes me a This will be the first time anyone is, I think, ever confused over who I am. Why? Because, well, because you can tell the difference between me and Steph quite easily, can't you? Oh,
2: okay. But we don't sound that similar, do we?
1: Everyone says we
0: sound alike. Oh, okay. Well. I can tell you apart completely, but... I'm also super used to hearing Alex's voice, so I guess that makes sense, so. So am I,
2: unfortunately.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully at this point, you know, we're like 23 or 24 episodes deep at this point, so I hope everyone can, I think at this point everyone knows Alex's voice pretty well, so.
1: (laughs) Good. I would hope so. Uh, Speaking of episodes, I guess we should get into this week's uh, La La Douleur (laughs) Exquise. Season two, episode twelve, and it's a fun one about fetishes.
0: <laughs> yeah, this was a really uh, a lot of a lot of all the plots had uh, you know some interesting stuff going on. <laughs> so <laughs>
1: I think we could say interesting is the word. Um, should we jump in? I think we should. Yeah. Yeah. So we start with our traditional carry voiceover, and we see some lovely bread and some lovely fruit, but we're in an S&M-themed restaurant.
0: I've certainly never seen this theme before at a restaurant. I mean, I don't know. When I'm eating, I don't really want to see someone naked. It's not good for the appetite, I guess. But <laughs> you can
2: go. I was say, we weren't sure about the topless hatchet girl in the background. We thought that was a bit, you know, a <laughs> bit strange, to say the least. But, yeah. uh...
1: She must be cold if she's by the door. Yeah, yeah.
2: I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the server with his butt out. Don't seem very hygienic somehow, does it? <laughs> no, not
0: really. Yeah, when you're serving food, I didn't even really think of uh I didn't even really think of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, never mind. But
2: uh, yeah, it was certainly interesting. I don't think I'd become a patron. It's not really my c- cup of tea, really.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Same, not really. Uh, it looks like something that would be maybe fun to try like once, but I don't know if I'd be a regular exactly. So, I th- I, like the shows, every time there is a, a Samantha like opening a new
1: restaurant or a bar or something, it seems like a like a fake theme that it would last one night. It's a pop-up bar situation, but I guess they didn't really have, like, pop-up bars in the 90s.
0: Mm.
2: No, we didn't.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were alive.
2: i <laughs> <laughs> in a bar. Yeah. <laughs> we sort of never had that in my pub in those days, that's for sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, Samantha, or Carrie's voiceover does kind of tell us that it does kind of sound like a fad-type thing because it's, like, a, a trend. Like, last year was Fusion Cajun, and then last month was Muscles from Brussels. <laughs> I'm, well, mussels from Brussels is a thing, at least. Is it? Oh, I've never heard of that
1: before. They do mussels in Brussels. Yes,
2: yeah, uh, Brussels is Belgium, particularly. It's really famous for mussels, and it's mussels and frits. So, a big plate of mussels and a plate of chip. Uh, well, what do you call them? Right. Fries on the side. <laughs> okay. So, yes, yeah, very famous in Belgium. But uh, yeah, so mussels from Brussels does kind of make sense, but. Again, it's not the sort of place you'd want to go to uh, for a long time and regularly, really.
1: It is what they call Jean-Claude Van Damme. That's true.
2: Uh.
0: I would
1: go to a Jean-Claude Van Damme restaurant.
0: I'd try that, yeah. (laughs) I loved this, Well, because all the girls are here and Stanford is also there. And Stanford says, I know where I'm taking my mother for dinner next time she's in town. Yeah, strangely
1: apt for our current situation. (laughs) Now, does
0: he love his mother or not?
2: I can't remember. Um, Do you think his mother would appreciate being taken there?
1: I don't know. He did meet his grandmother, Uh but I don't know about his mother-mother. Yeah, we don't know
2: anything about her. Oh, well, okay, because, you know, I'd quite enjoy it if Alex (laughs) took me somewhere like that, but, you know... I don't know, don't know that everybody's mother would really.
1: Oh, I have a special one. <laughs> yeah. you do truly <laughs> very special yeah. <laughs> and yeah the um the theme is kinky or the dress you know the dress, dress code, code. <laughs> uh the dress code is kinky, and Charlotte is wearing pink, but she her hair is kinky, yeah, she kinked her hair. that's <laughs> a good Charlotte loophole. <laughs> And Samantha's at the door, and she's wearing like a dominatrix. Oh, lovely outfit! Mm. <laughs> she she has like a uh, like I guess a corset. She's got a choker with a big old love heart on it, a top hat, and then a cane to whip nerdy uh, naughty waiters. Multi waiters. It's
0: a whip, a rider's whip. It's a it's a crop.
1: Yes. <laughs> huh? Yeah.
0: Sure is. <laughs> She does look really good, though. Like she looks extremely good in this outfit. She looked gorgeous, didn't she? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, really loved it.
2: Mm -hmm. I think I might have to borrow that one day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This might be my my outfit of the episode. I think. Like, oh
1: yeah, definitely. Um, and then we go. They're actually uh, drinking. I guess they're planning on eating, but they're having cosmos, and Stamp is having like a whiskey and soda or something. Or I'm guessing Stanford. Probably is Samantha. I don't feel like she's in a Cosmo mood. And then, uh... Yeah, I, everyone seems to be quite disturbed a little bit by the, uh...
0: by the theme. It's not really their scene, to be fair. <laughs> but, um, like, it's also kind of curious that they all showed up when it's something that's not really their thing, but I guess... I don't know. You gotta support your friends. That's it. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. Well it's definitely not Charlotte's thing. Uh <laughs> she's just like, how can the waiters be dressed like that? Like Well we can Samantha <laughs> is like literally she's whipping <laughs> one of the waiters. Yeah. And he's wearing like a gimp outfit. <laughs> yeah. And like askless chat. Yeah, she's slapping him on the ass with her uh with her little whip thing there and uh <laughs> But you know, Sam. Sam. Samantha's like, don't be so judgmental. You know, it's a. It's just a form of sexual expression. So.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, she's very. I mean, Sam is being her mm-hmm. sex positive self,
1: mm-hmm. and Carrie is being herself and making everything about her and big.
0: Of course she is, because she has to leave early because he's flying to Paris tomorrow. She <laughs> got to go say goodbye. <laughs> oh, so sad. It's so sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish his plane crashed, yeah. but. Unfortunately, it doesn't, as we'll find out later.
1: (laughs) Um, Uh, Unfortunately, it doesn't. And uh, Samantha breaks off a part of her gorgeous outfit to give to Carrie so Big can have a night to remember.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, all she really does is give her her the like hat and the whip. So like Carrie shows up uh, with the whip in
1: her mouth and the hat on, on her head, where, where hats are.
0: <laughs> that is where hats go. I love that she knocks on the door with the whip. She just like bangs on it. <laughs> it was a good. It was good.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, Biggie's wearing some horrible shirt from the fucking Sopranos.
0: Oh my god! I wrote that down too. I wrote down that his shirt is like the <laughs> ugliest thing I've ever seen. Like this man, this man cannot dress. He cannot. Like, like, if he's not wearing a suit, he just looks like absolute ass. I can't believe it. Uh, what is with rich people and not being able to dress themselves? Like, you have so much money, and you can't put on a nice shirt. What do you think?
1: Maybe that part of their brain isn't stimulated. Maybe. Like- maybe he just doesn't care, you know,
2: because he's tall and uh, handsome in inverted commas. <laughs> and he just doesn't really care,
1: you know. But
2: maybe he thinks he looks good in it, but yeah, he does look a bit of a dick. <gasps>
1: Oh, I think you touched on something there. What's that? Maybe he's so much of a narcissist, he just thinks he looks good in everything. Oh, we know someone like that. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> uh, yeah, but he he's amused, I suppose. He doesn't ever really show emotion. And what does he or do? Do they even really say anything
0: much to each other? Like, all I remember is, is
1: him taking the necklace off of her for some reason.
0: Yeah, and then they just start to make out. And yeah. that's like the whole scene And the next morning Why is she standing on the bed? I thought that was really weird <laughs> She's Standing on
2: the bed frame Hanging around his neck I thought that was very strange
0: <laughs> Did she do that?
2: Yeah she did She stood on the top of the bed frame And sort of hung around his neck And it was just When he told her that he was going oh, Possibly going to work in we'll get Paris that. Oh sorry am I going ahead too far Oh I'm
1: Sorry <laughs> <laughs> you have to teach me the etiquette. Okay, okay, we'll get there, and then you can.
2: Okay, okay, right. I'll shut up for a minute
1: because <laughs> we have to talk about Stanford and his underwear fetish. Uh, oh God, yeah, that was that bit was good. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we, I don't know what an underwear fetish is. Does everyone not?
0: I mean, isn't everyone attractive in underwear? Like, that's a good point. Yeah, I was kind of wondering about this. Is it just like? I mean, I don't know. Some people have, I guess. I don't know. I'm trying to think of, like, something that it's comparable to. Like... It's like being attracted to people wearing, like...
1: Swimsuits. Yeah, you know? You should be attracted to people who aren't wearing a lot of clothes. That's kind of human nature.
0: Have you seen that one thing that's like uh, what Mormons would do where they've got like the bubble sheets and they put them on top of like pictures of <laughs> girls in bikinis?
2: Have you seen that? <laughs> no, that sounds amazing. What's a bubble
0: sheet? Okay, so what it is is there will be pictures of like girls in bikinis and then they'll take these sheets with like little holes Uh, like cut out of it that cover up the parts where like the bathing suit is so it looks like they're naked kind of it's just that you can't see like the big parts or anything but it's covered up so it looks like they're not wearing a bathing suit it's i i I don't know (laughs) oh we're gonna have to google this this is gonna have to be
1: googled later yeah (laughs) it's very funny (laughs) oh okay i mean we've we've talked about our confusion with mormons before um i'm even more confused now (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so he likes to
0: Stanford bless him, He likes to cyber sex. Yeah, he goes on this, some chat website uh, and in the big, the website at the top just says Sexpress in big big letters. <laughs> and his his screen name is um is it Ricky
1: 9plus? Yes. That's it. And he's been chatting to a man called Big Tool
0: for you. And this episode already has a big tool. It does. (laughs) Called Big. Most of them do. Yeah, most of the episodes have Big Tool for you. Big Tool for Carrie. But he gets, like, apparently, like, 2,000 hits a day on this site. So good for him, you know? He's, like, a successful successful internet pervert (laughs) (laughs) an underwear pervert (laughs) he's a little pervert but we're proud of him we're proud of him and we support him and yeah that's pretty much the whole scene like we just see that he's chatting with people online and this one guy's really into him i guess so yeah I I, yeah we'll we'll, we'll see more from stanford i'm glad stanford got a little
1: got his own little storyline this episode
0: yeah he got more of a storyline than samantha did because samantha doesn't really have a plot this episode no we hardly saw her did we no and it's about fetishes well i'm happy they left her out on this one and and focused on the other girls kind of then because we already like we know we get it like that's
2: true we know all earth kinky things don't we really we've seen it quite a lot of them already haven't we so and there's still more to come so
1: oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy, yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, moving on to uh, Charlotte.
0: Okay, her fetish. I loved this voiceover. (laughs) Because Carrie's voiceover is just like, well, some fetishes are hidden behind closed doors, but some are right out in the open. And as soon as we saw that she was going into a shoe store, I was like, oh, no, this is not the episode for me.
1: (laughs) No, no. I I mean... I've had my dealings with uh with f- fetishists, uh, so I can take <laughs> I can deal with it, but. I I thought it was kind of weird that she seemed to be hypnotized by shoes this entire episode.
0: Yeah, she never really seems to be the one who loves shoes. Like, that's Carrie's thing kind of more, but... Yeah, it was a bit, and it was a bit cartoon. She was just
1: walking down the street, clearly going somewhere, Mm -hmm. and then she sees shoes and she, like in a cartoon where they smell a pie, and they kind of float towards it. (laughs) She did that, but for shoes. Yeah,
0: no, for sure. And then we get to meet Buster. Mmm. Yeah, the Ballad of Buster. Uh, he's a creep. Ooh, you can just tell by looking at him. Like he just looks like this mousy little. I don't know. He, you can just tell that this guy's a foot fetishist.
2: he's oh, really creepy, wasn't he?
0: Didn't like this. Like, I, I don't want to be like someone who kink shames people. But if you're in defeat, I'm gonna kink shame you, and you deserve it. So, <laughs>
1: I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with kink shaming.
0: I think it depends on what the kink is, but yeah when it's feet you did deserve to be (laughs) shamed sorry but do you have a thing about feet Steph you have
2: like a really weird you know not like feet or something
0: yeah i have like an yeah i have like an anti-foot fetish where like i just don't want to see feet in any context i don't know i just i think they're gross even if they're like clean and and stuff i just they're weird to see and they smell and i don't like them i don't know yeah i know a lot of people that really really don't like feet they're almost
2: sort of scared of them but they don't really bother me one way or the other but i did say to Alex it's the perfect job for a foot fetishes to be in a shoe shop really isn't it I guess but uh, slightly worrying
0: though. If you'd think that this guy's boss would probably just be like okay buddy like maybe you chill out a little bit.
1: <laughs> like... <laughs> I feel like a foot fetish is it's pretty harmless like you're not going to be hurting anyone like physically as if you were into like bondage or something but the issue is that like people with a
0: foot fetish need everyone to know they have a foot fetish true and also just it's not hurting anyone physically but like the psychological toll it takes on a person to think about i don't know <laughs> I th- it, it hurts me
1: <laughs> I, I i understand i know this is a difficult subject for you and we will broach it uh, as carefully as possible
0: yeah
1: <laughs> it gets worse so maybe we could move on Oh wait, no, because we have to talk about it. It's more in the scene.
0: We have to talk about this part, yeah. It, it doesn't. This part isn't too bad. It doesn't get really bad until the end.
1: No, no, but like she sees these. <sighs> all these shoes are ugly, but she sees these like white. Mule heels, uh, and they're like satin. They're fucking stupid. And she like, she's like, oh, I can't afford them. I'm saving for a place to share in the Hamptons. And he's like, oh, just try them on. They didn't even fit.
0: No, <laughs> and they weren't nice shoes. No, they were ugly, and they're four hundred dollars. Who spends four hundred dollars on ugly shoes? That's what we
1: said. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't remember. Does he give her a discount? Two
2: hundred. He said for you, two hundred. Oh, that's when you know there's something wrong.
0: Yeah, basically. Yeah, because when she gets them on, she's like, he tells her how expensive they are, and she says, please take them off before I start to cry. And I'm like, they're not even nice, but okay. <laughs> but yeah, so she buys them because he drops them down to 200 So, Which is still too much. <laughs>
1: it's still too much for shoes. $100 a shoe, and they're ugly. We'll move on to uh, oh,
0: another surprise guest. Oh, this was good. Will Arnett. Job. Job. oh what a guest star i feel like i I just can't take him seriously from like the second he shows up and starts talking to her Uh, like i I just was just laughing at him existing there before i even know how weird it was gonna get (laughs) yeah and because i like when i see him i mean
1: obviously i've watched a lot of bojack but when i see him i do just think of joe
0: bluth yeah, same. Yeah, because, like, I obviously, like, know he's BoJack, and I, like, he's, like, when I watch BoJack, like, it's obviously his voice. But I don't really make that connection. I just think of him, I think of him either as Joe Bluth, or I think of him in Hot Rod just yelling, no, babe, wait, no, babe. <laughs> or I think of him in Parks and Recreation when he's, like, a gynecologist. So, yeah, so we meet him when Miranda is
1: uh, looking at Books. Apparently, she's really into uh, historical biographies. Oh, we all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it does seem like something Miranda would be really into. Like, she does seem like someone who'd be super into nonfiction stuff, so. And, you know, Will Arnett's here. His name is Jack. Jack! Yeah, Jack. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me of the other role I think about whenever I think of Will Arnett is when he was in 30 Rock, which, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, he, he seems pretty normal at first. Like, he comes over, starts talking to her, and they start talking about the book he's holding, because Miranda's like, oh, that one's really good. And they seem to have very similar book interests and stuff, and decide they're going to go out. So, so far, so good. Yeah, that's pretty much it for him. Like, uh, they just flat a
1: bit. He seems normal. We find out he's not, but that's every episode. There's something weird about everybody. We're all weirdos. Some people just are a
0: little bit weirder than others, so. That's true. Oh, now we get into Carrie and Big and the neck hanging. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not the good kind of neck hanging that we wish was happening, though, so. no,
2: no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Carrie uh, is at Bigg's, and he's packing for his flight to France. Uh, this is the morning, and he's packing in the morning. Uh, man, why would and he's uh, this is important business trip, and you're packing the morning of your flight. And this is this is me being extremely picky and a thespian. So she's drinking like coffee on the bed, and then she puts it down. And then she stands up on the bed, and I doubt this is memory fine so presumably there's coffee all over his lovely white sheets. Oh
0: my god, I did not see that happen. <laughs> I totally missed that. As you were saying, is this where she hangs?
2: Yeah, because then he tells her that he, you know, he, he may be going for, to work, and she said, Oh, why are you only telling me now?
1: You know, oh, woe is
2: me. And, uh, you know, then she's sort of hanging off him, sort of saying, Oh, why didn't you tell me? So sad. So sad. Mm. A bit needy, isn't it? Really? She's a tad
1: needy, I would say. Just a little bit.
2: Well, he wasn't going to tell her till he knew if it was definitely happening. Yeah. It's not like they're in a full-on relationship. It's not like they are Living they've been... together or...
0: It's not like they've been dating for a year. <sighs> <laughs> She's... Yeah, she does get pretty upset about it. She... Because he basically is like, yeah, I might be moving there for like seven months. Seven months is quite a while. But...
1: Okay, we'll we'll be fair to him for now. Don't want to, though. But
0: we were talking
1: about it, like, after we watched the episode, and we were saying that um, he's never really given her any hints that he wants the same relationship that she wants.
0: Yeah, not really. He kind of just goes with the flow on everything, and it's very clear that they both want different things. Like, he knows she wants different things than him, but he kind of just avoids the whole subject. I don't know, maybe he just hopes that eventually it'll be what he wants. I don't know. It's a bit like a normal relationship somehow isn't it really <laughs> often you know
2: the guy just thinks oh okay she's cool we'll carry on as we are and she thinks oh no i want to
1: marry him and have his babies." yes and the other thing is she really doesn't seem like the type to want to get married and have babies
2: No, but I think she needs someone.
0: I think she wants she needs a partner is the thing. Like she can't be alone, but she really doesn't seem like the kind of person who wants to have kids. Maybe get married, but like kids didn't really don't really seem like the kind of thing that she's into. She shouldn't have kids. She really shouldn't. She's she (laughs) has the worst habits. She's just gonna she would raise the most horrifying children.
1: (laughs) Oh, he's a dick though, because he, he says to her uh don't get carried away <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i did catch that and i was like i mean they're both the same person in every single episode like every fight they have like this is identical so it's,
1: yeah they have the same fight and we we smash cut over to their. we have our you know our episode brunch
0: carrie is just losing it She's riled, she's rattled, like way more than she normally is cuz she when normally at brunt when she complains, she's, you know, she's upset, she's annoyed, but now she's like losing it. Like she's about to snap. She maybe she snapped. Yeah, she she pretty much has. Well, cuz
1: she like slams her hand down on the table and Miranda says we're not going to break anything,
0: which makes me think she's done this before and broken something. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> That does seem like something Carrie to do, but Carrie doesn't seem strong enough to break anything, so I don't know.
1: (laughs) She's too weak. Oh, she has her diet consists of cosmopolitans and cigarettes. Yeah, basically.
0: And, like, she does make pretty good arguments, because, you know, okay, so Charlotte's thing is she's like, well, like, it's only seven months, you can visit him in Paris, that's kind of romantic, like, you can make it work, and, you know, Carrie says it's really not about that. It's kind of just the fact that she wasn't even a factor in his decision-making. Like, he's making these huge decisions about his life, he wants to go to work in a different continent for, like, half over half a year, and he didn't really even seem to consider how that would affect his relationship, I guess. I mean, that's the problem, is this
1: wasn't a conversation or even... He didn't seem to consider her at all... Yeah. uh, ...as a factor, which is obviously... Uh, not nice.
0: Oh, Samantha has a good line because she says men do this all the time because women think we and men think we means me and my dick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it
1: does. It's a good
0: <laughs> <point>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The thing about Samantha is she's not wrong. No, she's she's very right. She just delivers it in such a Samantha way. <laughs> I think, yeah. And then we, um from breakdown to another breakdown... Well, okay, wait, so before she starts, before, before that, she, Carrie's voiceover has this revelation that made me scream, like, I typed it all in caps in my notes, because I was like, I was pulling my hair out when she said this. She basically said, like, to be in this relationship, she has to be a masochist or something, so she realized she was in her own S&M relationship with Mr. Big. (laughs) That's not what it means, Carrie! Ugh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> this is just 50 shades of gray it's 50 shades of emotional gray like 50 shades of emotional s <laughs> and it's probably the worst type of SM because you're not even getting off at the end. True. Well Mr. Big is, it sounds like, but yeah, then we get
1: our then we got our question.
0: Yeah. Which okay, and she also prefaces her question by being like, Oh, it's a common belief that relationship without pain is not one worth having. It's like literally, who says that? Uh. <laughs> from from who? From what? Uh Confucius said that famously? Mm, yeah, famously. Confucius Confucius was into SM, so. (laughs) we all know this (laughs) yeah (sighs) yeah so uh, have you got a question for us I do it's uh how do you know when enough is enough which is very vague. Yeah. I mean, it's, like, specific to relationships, but I don't even really feel like she answered the question by the end of the episode. Oh, no, but she'd just
2: keep going back for more anyway, won't she? She just keeps going back again and again, really. It seems
1: to be the pattern with Carrie. I mean, you watch the... Uh, we'll get there. I'm just stressed. I'm already stressed about it. <laughs> I'm stressed about it. We're 20 minutes in. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Anyway. Uh. Miranda's on a wonderful date
0: yeah like one of the best first dates she's ever had with jack and they're walking down the street and
1: he says oh this is where mark twain lived when he wrote huckleberry finn
0: that's kind of cool when you know like you know you're both into history stuff and like reading i i
1: instantly thought this was bullshit
0: You thought it was just like he made this up just to sound cool. (laughs) I wouldn't have imagined he wrote it in New
2: York. I might be wrong, but Um, it doesn't seem like the right sort of place to sit and write a book about the Deep South (laughs) in the middle of New York. But... Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he did.
0: That's true. I mean, what do we know about America? So. <laughs> well, this is it. Yeah. This is, this is no Americans, no Yanks.
2: I think I did do Huckleberry Finn at school, which is probably be about 50 years ago. So, you know, mm. I should remember, really, shouldn't I?
0: I've never even read it. So. Oh, no. well, there you go. You don't know
2: what you've missed, you girls. <laughs> this literary masterpiece.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, that's, that's cool. And uh, he, he takes her up the alley. He takes her up the alley in both manners of the sense. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, they go down the little alleyway and they start making out and then he starts getting a bit friskier. Uh, around is try to stop. of like, oh, someone might see us. <laughs> and then she
0: seems to catch the drift that that's the whole point. Yeah, he's basically just like, I know. <laughs> uh, so that's his thing. That's his fetish, yeah. That's his thing, and branded into it for the meanwhile.
2: Yeah, she seemed to quite enjoy it for a while, didn't she?
0: Yep, for now it's okay. Uh, We'll see where it goes. It goes places. uh. Uh, Then we go back to Carrie and Stanford, hanging out, and (laughs) I did love that Stanford was just like, please don't judge me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because he he tells her about the cyber sex he has and how he's rick nine (laughs) plus. Rick 9+. plus. Uh, Rick and Morty 9+. plus. No, I'm pickle Rick 9+, plus. Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, they're talking, they're both smoking inside, there's so much smoking this episode. Yeah, it really is, yeah. I thought she was smoking a joint at one point, and then I realized it was a cigarette. She needs to smoke a joint, she needs to chill out a little bit, but. She just needs to, she to take a chill pill. Yeah, she does. This whole episode, she's at, like, number 11 on the anxiety scale.
0: Yeah, which, like, it makes sense why she'd be smoking so much then, but still. So, yeah, she Stanford tells Carrie
1: that he's gonna meet up with Big Tool for you.
0: Yeah, and uh, I love this, because he explains that, like, they want to meet at an after-hours gay club, and what is it, in the meatpacking district or something? <laughs> which And what does that mean, after-hours? Like, I don't know. A <laughs> Gay clubs open at night. Nine to five. I d- I'm not sure. And is there even a meatpacking district? Is that a thing?
2: Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, I have. <laughs> See, yeah, we've heard of it. Yeah, no, there is, and I think it is very much like the gay sort of quarter of uh, New yeah. York. But I've definitely heard of it. So I think it was it was originally like all the warehouses by the docks, but they've turned it into like clubs and bars and stuff. So yeah, yeah, I have heard of it.
1: I, I think like now it's now it's like a bit more you know gentrified and everything costs yeah. probably fifteen dollars for a drink. Yeah. It sounds worse than it does, doesn't it? Meat Packers, you know, it sounds very.
0: I was surprised. They didn't make a
1: meatpacking joke.
0: I know. I was. Yeah, he says he wants to meet Big Tool for you and, uh, basically he, he like explains about the club and he says he's nervous because like the other guy says he's really ripped and good looking and carrie's like okay well are you really rick nine plus <laughs> like which good point
1: carrie says that he showed restraint because he could have been rick nine uh, 11 inches
0: yeah true he could have been rick 11 hmm. i don't like that that's that's impractical yeah no i agree i don't like that at all i feel like nine plus is already pushing it like chill <laughs> but-
1: He's Pete
2: Davidson. Mm, bad. Don't like it. Thank you next.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, that's like pretty much it. Oh, but then Stanford goes okay, this was my favorite part of the episode after Stanford goes home.
1: Oh yes. We get a we get a lovely run. Drunken r- <laughs> So scary. Oh gosh! Yeah, when she phones him. Yeah.
2: So, didn't it look weird seeing phones with cords and everything? <laughs> they looked so old-fashioned, didn't it? The phones, you know, you think, oh, wow, that looked really weird. Even and I remember them so well. But... <laughs> did look really strange. It is it is true. Poor old, poor big getting woken up at 5.30 in the morning when he had a big presentation. Uh,
1: she's so mean. She's so mean to him. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she's horrible. Okay, so Stanford Lee's Carrie's a little bit drunk. A, a little bit drunk. <laughs> a little bit drunk. She just says she phone big. At, I guess like 11 o'clock her time, 5.30 his. And... He, he, she's just going on a run.
0: She like yells at him and he just basically, she woke him up because it's so early in the morning. Uh, <laughs> I love that she asks him what he's doing and when he's like, I'm in bed, it's called sleeping and Carrie's like, oh, so you're funny in France. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah i like that that was
2: good
0: yeah <laughs> she has another good line where she says
1: you're an old man
0: yeah i love that too that sounds like something i would say it's like when i'm driving back home and i'm like go i don't know the, the median age where i'm from is like quite a bit older than normal because my hometown is called like the city for the nearly wed and then sorry the newlywed and the nearly dead <laughs> so <laughs> but yeah so I guess the whole thing she goes off about is just like how did you even consider doing this without thinking about me like I'm always thinking about you I'm always thinking about what you're doing and thinking about us but like clearly that's not a thing you do and Big doesn't even have anything to say he's just like can we talk about this another time because I'm sleeping yeah that's
1: the whole she's got like a whole monologue and he. His response to everything is, like, some variation of, I'm tired, it's 5.30, I want to go to sleep.
0: Yeah, basically. Yeah, and uh, then, out of nowhere, Carrie's kind of just like, so, you know, like, we're real, even though you don't think it is, and I'm a woman. I'm a woman. And (laughs) then he says, have another cocktail, woman. (laughs) (laughs) It's oh it's it's such a good argument it's so funny to watch but
1: and she's like well did you think about it because this is what our this is what life is going to be like when you're in france
0: yeah true it's so good uh and then after he kind of hangs up on her Because he's like I've got a meeting in the morning I'm gonna hang up She says like she knew she'd gone too far Already Just She might have a little bit gone a little bit too far um, I get that I get why she's upset I get it But maybe this was a little unwarranted
1: um. Maybe international phone calls Are not best course of action certainly not when you're drunk
0: when you're drunk and it's 5 30 in the morning in paris yeah
2: if you've ever had a call that sort of time of the morning when from somebody drunk and you're sober there's nothing worse really you know it's you haven't got a lot of patience with somebody like when they're like that have you really no
1: there's nothing worse than talking to someone when they're drunk and you're sober no because you just want to hit them in the face yeah but but especially
2: if they've woken you up
1: yeah but if you're drunk and they're drunk, then it's then oh, everything's fine. It's okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. You can have a normal
0: conversation then. Exactly. Yeah. Normal
1: to <laughs> drunks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think what we can say is they're both incredibly insufferable. Like both of them are just I, I hate both of them so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think we'll agree with that.
1: They're perfect for each other, but that's not a compliment. Yeah. So oh then we get the whiplash of the season. Didn't like this. <laughs> I didn't like this either. So.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like it, it really, before we even have room to breathe after taking in the whole seat, just go straight to Miranda and Jack in the back of a car and he says, oh, why don't you take your panties off?
0: Yep. And, like, they are it's not even like they're in a limo where there's, like, a divider. They're in a cab. Like, the driver can hear everything they're saying. <laughs> yeah, he can see. He can just turn around. He can see them. Oh, that's
1: so nasty.
0: He can look in the mirror and see them. Like,
1: he doesn't even have to turn around. i like i mean i hate being on i hate being in public transport when i'm wearing a skirt let alone if i didn't have any knickers on
0: yeah same i am not a big fan of that but but she does do it and i guess she's kind of into it um but she can be more subtle about this for sure because like so jack jack decides to go to go to town on her he's it's time to mow some hay <laughs> Oh. Uh, mowing, mowing hay in the back of the cab. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he goes, he's doing that. And then Miranda starts like a moaning and stuff. Like she's making noises. Like you don't need to make noises during this.
2: No, he must, I was going to say, he must have been good because it was really quick, wasn't it? Bloody hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> and the
0: angle gosh she must have a very bendy neck or something he must yeah because like how even in like okay the back of a car even if there's not someone else there who can see you that would be awkward anyway but like there's a driver there and like there's no like it doesn't even like her legs just look like they're just straight ahead i'm so confused about the logistics of this hay we thought the same. And it's it's it's
1: not like they're in a black cab where there's a lot of room in the back either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, if they're in London, you can you can go down on someone in a cab in London. How do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Please, you think I have money for cabs? <laughs> If you let them go down on you, you might.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but she's, like, making so much noise that the driver looks back at them, and she kind of just tries to pass it off. Like, she's saying, like, yes, take Ninth Avenue, but, like, oh, my God. It's it's not very believable. These pull I, do you know what? I want to take a moment for all the cab drivers because the shit people pull. Yeah, True. You could never do this in an Uber because she'd get a garbage rating. (laughs) Her driver would be like zero stars.
1: (laughs) I I have a a decent Uber rating, so I I don't want to sully that.
0: I don't know what mine is, but it's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, and that's like it
1: for them. And then we go, unfortunately, we have to go back to Charlotte.
0: Oof. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, she got another pair on and he asks if she's a dancer because of her, her, you know, nice arched feet. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> which dancers have disgusting feet. Yeah, you would think they would have disgusting feet because like they're constantly wrecking them from, you know, all the dancing. <laughs> but Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I have to be barefoot a lot for like for my class, and every
0: time we do something physical,
1: like my feet are just destroyed. They're all calloused and yeah, true. You have bruises up the front. Yeah,
0: I have bruises and cuts and calluses. It's not nice. Well, maybe this guy likes that. Ooh. Maybe her feet are disgusting. Well, no, we see her feet, and they're like for feet, they look pretty nice, I guess. But. They're acceptable feet. They're 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 basically the best feet could be for what they are. I think they used a foot model because
1: I I can't imagine she had like naturally gorgeous feet.
0: Yeah, probably. But yeah, she's trying on another pair of shoes and they're also ugly. And the guy's basically just like you know, for anyone else these would be five hundred dollars, but for you they're free. Yeah, you're letting give your feet
1: a bit of a rub. Yep.
0: Yeah. I just smashed my keyboard for, like, a minute straight in my notes. Is this a good time for me to talk
1: about my uh, interactions?
0: I would love to hear about this. So, this in-
1: <laughs> this includes you, Mother. Thank you. <laughs> this story. Okay, so, like, I've mentioned it before, but I have, a like, a Depop store where I sell, like, some old clothes and shoes, which I haven't really worn. And then I put up uh, some, like, just some plain black, like, Vans trainers and i got a message i've been having like messages from lots of people because they were quite popular quite a popular item and uh i got one one day and this guy was like i'll send you 80 pounds for the shoes and a pair of socks
0: that's a lot of money Jeez, that's a lot of fucking money yeah and I,
1: <laughs> so obviously i was like um interested but I knew why he wanted those socks. Uh, he didn't want a pair of clean socks. Uh, so I thought I'd play I'd play along. And also I told my mum and she helped me. To I was going to wear them for her because she didn't like the idea of wearing them and send them. I said, well,
2: I'll just wear them for a couple of days and he can smell my stinky feet instead of yours. He won't know they're my
1: feet, not yours, will he? You know, so <laughs> old lady feet, you know. Uh, Unfortunately, it didn't go through because uh, he was clearly trying to ask for my number, which I wasn't cool with. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, otherwise, that was a lot of money. Yeah. I would have sold my socks. I don't
2: care. I'd wear her socks for her for days until they got really nasty and then send them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is Parrington, everybody. <laughs> Parrington
2: is best. That's how you do it. That's it, yeah, yeah, you know. Save my daughter the embarrassment of selling her secondhand socks. <laughs> she can sell mine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh. oh, but no, I... Because, like, I remember we, we spoke about this. Oh, yeah, I don't know if you know, Mum, but it is a thing of, like, girls selling pictures of their feet online.
2: Okay, I didn't know this.
1: Yeah, so yeah. I I see people now, and I've done this in the past where you post like a picture on like your bare foot in it, either you're on the beach or whatever. And I think for anyone listening, don't do that. Never post free pics of your feet because I've had people follow me on Instagram and only like my feet pics. Yeah. I know. You haven't even got that nice of feet. <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> she's
2: broken her big toes and oh god she's got manky feet you know i mean if she had beautiful feet i'd be proud of her (laughs) (laughs) as it is i make her wear trainers whenever she goes out in case anybody sees them (laughs)
1: God. <laughs> I'm only
2: joking people yeah
1: because I'm always barefoot otherwise walking down the street in the middle of December in London
0: <laughs> yeah that's the one reason I wouldn't want to be a hobbit because like I love everything else about them but I wouldn't want to have I wouldn't want to have my feet out all the time especially because their feet are so hairy uh, oh their feet aren't
2: nice oh no I don't like hairy feet oh there's nothing worse than hairy toes
0: yeah so he Charlotte gets a foot rub she gets, she gets like that big old foot rub and she She kind of has this look on her face, kind of like, she's not sure if this is good or not. But, I mean, free shoes. I mean, I would do this for free shoes if they were, you know, nice shoes. Bit. But these aren't. They're not what It depends on the shoe.
1: Yeah. Then we, we see the girls walking. Uh, Miranda. Yeah, it's Miranda, Samantha, and Charlotte, so no Sam.
0: Oh, yeah. Miranda, Carrie, and Charlotte, yeah. yeah Miranda, Carrie, and Charlotte. There we go.
1: I'm just thinking about Samantha because I wish she was here.
0: I know. I wish she was here, too. Uh, Carrie's saying that it might work with Big. Yeah, she thinks that she, you know, it's so close to blowing up that she needs to try to make it work. So... Mm-hmm. Mirandas Talking about Jack, and apparently, they haven't even had sex
1: uh, inside or lying down. I feel
0: like public restrooms count as inside, but they're still gross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> And there's a roof that is inside. (laughs) I was really grossed out by some of the things she said, because she says they've hooked up in the back of a cab, at the bathroom at Bond Street, at the elevator at the Marriott, and at the public restroom in Central Park, which that last one sounds disgusting to me. Like, uh, Central Park bathrooms probably have, like, piss on the walls. Like, oh, God, how gross. uh, It's not even like an indoor bath. Like, I mean, it's probably indoors, but it's like, like, uh, bathrooms and parks are always gross. Just, yeah yeah public toilets are re- ugh,
2: definitely not no no no
0: mm. horrible uh and then charlotte has to fix her shoe for a second and then the girls notice that she has those new shoes and uh carrie like already knows that they're 500 shoes because <laughs> she's carrie she's carrie this is her expertise shoes because she's like oh my god you spent five hundred dollars on shoes <laughs> so charlotte's gotta fess up about this
1: <laughs> And as soon as she sort of said, oh, no, we worked out an exchange, she kind of realises that what actually happened. Like, I get the feeling Charlotte was really um, convincing herself that it was not a sex
0: thing. Yeah, Charlotte's, like, gaslighting herself about (laughs) about the foot fetishists, so... Uh, Yeah, it's it's awkward, but, yeah, she goes straight back uh, with the
1: box and tries to return them and... Buster is like, oh, you've worn them, so I can't take them back. I'll just have to throw them away.
0: You'd think he would love this. You'd think he'd be like, oh, I'll take them back, and then just not sell them and just take them home with him. Like He's going to sniff them and jerk off. Yeah, I mean, you'd think this is his ideal situation, as they return the shoes worn, but... And then, so he he's being extremely weird, and he says,
1: oh, well, I tell you what, you... Wear these. We got some brand new shoes in stock. I've never seen them on a foot.
0: Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> yeah this is her this is like his deal so she can take them without paying for them because she's like i would just pay for them but i can't afford 500 shoes which okay so i don't get it because the reason she doesn't want to take them is because she feels like she got them for like a weird sex reason but then it's like oh it's gonna be okay i'll just do more weird foot sex things to get the shoes back again. Like, I don't understand what Charlotte's logic in this. Like She doesn't have any. (laughs) Yeah. But she's like, okay, all I have to do is wear them, and he says yes. I mean, she does just wear them, but it's the kind of shoe store where she doesn't even... Like, normally when you go to a shoe store, they'll bring you the shoes, and then you try them on yourself, and then they come back, and they're like, what do you think? But this shoe store... She sits down and, like, reclines and he slides the shoe onto her feet. It's like when
1: you're a kid and then they need to, like, put them on for you and you're just kicking your feet the whole time because you're a little
0: shit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but this scene, this is the scene that destroyed me this episode and I'm n- I'm going to have nightmares tonight because, like, we get to see him putting all the shoes on her feet and, like, he gets increasingly riled about it. Like, ugh. Like, he's making faces. <laughs> he's making... Uh, it was pretty gross, wasn't it? Like, he's biting his lip. He's, like, looking. He licks his finger at one point. At one point, he sniffs one of the shoes. He, uh, like... And then at the end of it, he makes this full-on orgasm face. He just, like... Yeah, I mean, I, I, when we were talking about this
1: episode, Steph, I said, like, imagine you're an actor and you get a script through from your agent and then like you get to play a dude who has an orgasm in his pants when he sees a woman wearing shoes
0: Mm yep I mean if it was this easy I think everyone would be a foot fetishist There's, like, not even any contact here. Yeah, I suppose if it, if that does,
2: does it for you, then, you know, that would be good, wouldn't it, really? But, gosh. At what cost? <laughs> not exactly.
0: No, 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 no. It wasn't very
2: nice, was it?
0: Yeah, the faces he made are going to haunt me forever. And, uh. Charlotte was, you could tell Charlotte was not into this. She's very, like, she's very grossed out by this. But she's kind of just, like, doing what she has to do.
2: Yeah. Well, she's very ladylike, isn't she really, Charlotte? You know,
0: She's not really into that sort of thing.
2: No. Samantha would love it.
0: <laughs> Samantha would be like, free shoes and all I have to do is you touch my feet? And I mean, I would probably do this. I'd probably say the same thing as Samantha. And I do it. I'm do. i like grossed out by it. But I'm like, if you're going to give me free stuff, I have no qualms over this. You're the one who's spending <laughs> like $500 out of pocket to give me shoes. He,
1: yeah, $700 she got out of this. Wow. There you go, you see. There you go. Oh,
0: But that's, thank Thank
1: God that's the last we see of this storyline.
0: Yeah, that's the end, which is, that was the entire plot. And I'm thankful for them that they had restraint, just like Stanford with his, you know, Ricky 9+. plus, He could have gone for 11, but he didn't. And I respect <laughs> that. <laughs> so then we, we have Carrie knocks at Big Store and she's wearing a beret and pretending to be French. She looks very cute, but she does she does try to be very French, uh, she brought McDonald's. I didn't like this because she said she brought le Big Mac, and I was like, "Okay, Carrie, we all know it's a royal with cheese." But <laughs> <laughs>
1: and yeah, le
0: French fries, le fish filet, <laughs>
1: which is gross.
0: Carrie just sounds like a fifteen-year-old on 4chan in 2005. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> I guess Big is back. From France now? Yeah, it was a pretty quick trip, I guess, so... Pretty quick trip. Yeah, and she says the McDonald's is an apology for being le la bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was being a bit of le la bitch. <laughs> we are all le bitch, though, so... I need to get a Richard Dawkins shirt that just says that. We are all being le la bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she says...
1: Oh, I thought about it and, you know, we could do Le Phone Set and maybe I could come over to France for a little bit and write Le Sex in the City. Yeah. Oh, this was, this was good.
0: Oh, this was good television. Like, okay, not television. It's it's HBO. But you know what I mean. This is why it's HBO. <laughs> Cause, yeah, yeah,
1: this isn't television. Yeah. This is HBO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Big says, okay, well, if, you mo- if you're if you moving to Paris, you're doing
0: it for yourself. You're not doing it for me, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is, a- that makes no fucking sense. Like, Carrie, if she was going to move to Paris, she would have... <laughs> If she was going to move to Paris for herself, she would have already done that. <laughs>
1: and she says, Well, obviously, I'd be doing it for you. Why else would I move to Paris? Yeah. And he says, uh, Well, don't expect anything.
0: Yeah, this is the point where, like, you can physically, see, like, you can see her snap just in her face before anything happens. <laughs> Like, I paused this to take notes right before what happened next, and I wrote down, it looks like she's gonna kill him. And then I unpaused. (laughs) And then she does. And then, yeah, she chucks the burgers across the room. (laughs) Oh, it's really good. Just,
1: like, instantly, just, like, snap throws them, and she just loses it, because this is this is kind of ridiculous.
0: It's really funny though. Like one of the burgers just explodes on the wall and there's like sauce all over the TV.
1: <laughs> he just has to have his stuff wrecked.
0: He does, um, but she starts yelling that she's been a, such an idiot and uh, <laughs> like, yeah, you're right, you have yeah i mean
1: i feel like this is kind of ridiculous like why else would she move to
0: france yeah i don't it doesn't make any sense it's like obviously she would do it because she wants to be with you and be closer to you but big is just like what the fuck Come down <laughs> <laughs> I, I got distracted
1: during this because the size of like the portion of fries is
0: ridiculous
2: I know I got distracted because of the size of the TV because it was so small and it was stuck up on the wall and it looked really stupid. I mean, I know 20 years ago we didn't have nice flat screens, but it was a really poxy TV for a guy with loads of money, wasn't it?
0: It was really... Oh, my God, I just realized that this is almost identical to the scene from the American version of The Office where uh, Jan loses her shit and throws the dundee at Michael's little plasma TV... (laughs) This is the exact same scene. Oh my God. Uh, Which is a very, very good scene. Um, But (laughs) yeah, Uh, Carrie says she's tired of coming down and like she's tired of him not making room for her in his life. And she does drag him. Like she's like, you're so freaked out about us getting closer that you had to put an ocean between us. And she's not wrong. And you know, she's she's so dramatic. She's she's like, oh, you, you know,
1: He says, like, I love you. She's like, well, then why does it hurt so much?
0: (laughs) She literally does, though. (laughs) Like, it sounds like you're making that up, but she literally says that. It is like a Lifetime movie. It's, like, so corny. It's so good to see. Like, I need popcorn to watch this. She yells that, and then she just storms out. And She's like, I look stupid. I wore a beret for you.
1: (laughs) Which She wears this Stupidest outfits! What is she talking about?
0: She's just wearing a beret and like a red dress. Like her outfit right now looks cute. This is fifty thousand times better than her like net top from last week. (laughs) Oh my god! Fucking top. Anyway, uh, but
1: then we go back to Stanford. Oh, this was a good.
0: I liked this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, this is just um, this is just when he is about to enter the club in the meatpacking district. (sighs) (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: I so braced myself for, and he was about to pack some other kind of meat. I know. I was expecting that.
0: Because they said it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And oh, this is weird. So he goes to this, like, I guess it's kind of like a hidden away club. And there's a bouncer at the door and he, like, stops Stafford from going
0: in. And
1: it's an underwear
0: only club. Yeah. I've never heard of this before, but there's literally a sign on the wall that says that the dress code is underwear only.
1: So he has to strip off before he's even allowed in. He did have nice pants.
0: Yeah, true. He was really not dressed for the club, though, but... No, not... I would... Who wears a, a fucking sherbet button-down
1: to a club?
0: Yeah, I mean, Stanford. <laughs>
1: but... I I don't think I have ever wear matching underwear, so this would not be a good club god no no be
2: horrendous
1: be awful (laughs) be the sort of thing you
2: dream about wouldn't it really nightmares
1: about yeah it's like oh i have a math class i have to
0: go meet my internet boyfriend at the underwear only club (laughs) pretty much and then yeah well that's all we see for now we go back to miranda and jack oof this scene i literally took a screen cap of this scene and sent it to some of my friends because i thought it was so funny i absolutely lost my shit watching this (laughs) Uh, yeah i mean i
1: guess some more synchronicity <laughs> with parents oh true <laughs> true good timing on this one so they're at his place and brand is like all excited because they're finally gonna have sex on a bed
0: yeah which i mean yeah i guess it's exciting because you know it means he doesn't need to be in a place they could be seen in order to get off Oh, no. so she thinks. <laughs> yes. This is really just the icing on the cake on this episode. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. It was very funny.
1: Oh, so they, so like she, all right, this is my problem. On top of a lot of problems. So she takes her top off. Um, and then he's like on top of her on the bed. and it, But her, she's wearing like a pencil skirt. And he just seems to be. Dry-humping her skirt? Uh,
0: yeah, I was very confused about how
1: this was working. Didn't this happen again when, like, Steve and Miranda were having sex and clearly both of their legs were together?
0: Yes, yes, it was, like, the exact same. <laughs> like, ugh, It's like writers never think about this. <laughs> Does she have a vagina in her belly button? Is that the location? <laughs> it must be that. Like, I don't know. I'm very confused, but whatever they're doing, he's clearly... They're clearly both, you know quite into it, because Miranda's, like, actually, like, loudly moaning now, because, like, before she couldn't really make noise, because she was in public, uh, so, yeah. Yeah, it's,
1: well, Carrie's voiceover says that she can finally do something which she couldn't in public, and I kind of thought they meant, like, an orgasm, because this is, she seems to be, I mean, she seems to be having very
0: quickly again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's making a lot of noise, like, the second they, that they hit the bed, basically, and... Mm. I'm like, okay, Miranda, we get it, uh, but she just likes to be loud, I guess. So that's her thing, maybe. But uh, so,
1: which, in which case, don't have sex with someone whose thing is they like to get caught.
0: That's a really good point. They have—they're a very bad combination for this.
1: Do you want to take it? <laughs>
0: Yeah, so they're Miranda's being very loud and because she's being quite loud, because she thinks that they're alone, she thinks that they that no one else could hear them or walk in on them, and then we hear this voice and it says, Jack, is everything alright? <laughs> And it's clearly like, you know, it's like an older woman and we don't see her yet, but uh, Jack's just like, oh yeah, that's just my mom. Like my parents are visiting right now. Oh. And uh, Miranda's like, okay, um, it sounds like they're going to come in. Like she's clearly just like, she's kind of, she stopped enjoying it for the time. And she's like, what the fuck? But he just keeps on going. Like he's still just like grinding on her and just not stopping. And then he like looks back at the door and his face is just like, and remember this is Will Arnett. Like I just need to remind our listeners, this is Will Arnett. Golden Globe nominated. Yes. <laughs> like this is, it's in, it, it just seems like incredibly a Joe Bluth face that he's making. Uh, I don't know. He looks back and the parents walk in and see them. And okay, so first, okay, I have two things. So first of all, how did Miranda not know that they were there? Because it kind of seems like, you know, they'd have to come into the apartment Maybe they were already in their room and she just didn't know?
1: I think so. It seems like it's quite late. I would imagine they're already in their room and probably sleeping.
0: Yeah, I guess that makes sense. The other thing was, if this guy is this weird about it, you'd think this wouldn't be the first time this had ever happened. Uh, I'm like, okay,
1: I have a thing. What's wrong with their parents? What's wrong with... uh Okay, if you were hearing, if you were staying with your son and you were hearing a woman's moaning coming from his room are you gonna barge in
0: (laughs) i did think that was very weird i was like uh it's very clear that this is something you don't want to walk in on right
2: (laughs) yeah for sure
0: uh but yeah miranda they 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 do walk in and he is just full on going at it like he loves this he loves that they've walked in on them and miranda is extremely like what the (laughs) like what is happening right now we don't even see them break up or anything not that they're really dating but like they're we don't see them end it or anything we just know that this is the end of it because obviously this is just too much
2: i don't think you want to go around for tea with his mother and father would you you know or, or walk down the aisle and they knew oh how embarrassing would that be
0: especially like it's one thing to get walked in on and you know it's unexpected, but it's another thing to get walked in on when you're with a guy who, like, deliberately wanted that to happen and he just keeps going. Because, like, if it happened to norm- like anyone else, then you would suddenly just be like, oh my God, I need to cover up. But he just keeps on going.
2: Oh, that's so weird. That was really Ill.
1: Yeah, you don't want to look your parents
0: in the eye when you're about to you talk bust-
2: like anyone, do you? No. <laughs> Probably especially your parents or your child.
0: Yeah, no for sure. It's not a it's not a good. It's not good for the, you know, the mood. Not really. <laughs> no, no.
2: Not for anyone concerned and it is the stuff of nightmares for all concerned.
0: <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, so that's the end of Miranda's episode. Uh, Miranda story Mm -hmm. back to Stanford I liked this this was kind of cute this was cute they were cute he's kind of nervous because all the guys he's kind of worried they're all going to be you know like not want to talk to him because most of them are like pretty buff and they've got these like tight undies like most of them are like you know pretty attractive guys and he feels pretty plain he's got his white briefs on and but a guy comes up to him and starts talking to him and it's kinda cute. Yeah, he's like a pretty cute guy and he's just saying to him like
1: you know, he looks at his uh his little box of briefs and he says, I've never seen these before and I got them in
0: Paris. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that, that sounded like just like Stanford. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and it was it was so cute and so Stanford says, Oh big tool for big tool for you and it's not him. So he says do you want another beer? And the guy buys him a beer because he's got he's got. his like mother tucked t- t- down his
2: pants. But did he get that for dancing, or did he put it there himself?
1: Okay, you see, this is the problem with an underwear-only club. You ain't got pockets. You, you ain't, ain't got pockets. You, you ain't got pockets. No,
0: true. Men need to know what it's like to not have pockets, though. So I'm fine with it. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> like, oh, the pants you're wearing, you can't put anything in them? That's unfortunate for you. But yeah, that's kind of like one of... What do I do with my hands? <laughs> oh, yeah. True. But yeah, like, it's nice to see that one of the plots this episode had a nice ending to it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I like Starfleet. A head. happy ending? A happy ending. Let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I sure hope so.
1: <laughs> that's it, and now we go back to Carrie... For our final episode. Final episode? I
0: wish it was the final episode. (laughs) (laughs) Our final, well, final episode of the year. I think this is a good way to end it, you know? I think this is a good way to end 2018. This, you know, it's not great to watch, but at the same time, it's like, well, this is for the best.
1: So, so big knocks at the door and... It's like 2.30 in the morning too. She can't sleep. I guess he can't either.
0: Maybe he's on Paris time. <laughs> if he was on Paris time, he would have been asleep like ten hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he fell asleep and then woke up. Yeah, barely.
2: <laughs> oh no, he couldn't sleep because he was fretting over upset and oh yeah, that's what it was.
1: Uh, <laughs> so then he arrives. Um, and I think they pretty much go straight to fucking.
0: Yeah. Well, they have nothing to say. They they make love. Yeah, they make love, and uh, um. But yeah, like, this is the point where we get Carrie's voiceover, and she says she knows it's over. It's the morning, and we see Carrie sitting by the window, like, just in her bra and underwear. In her bra and pants. Yeah! As you do. As you do. As you do. Smoking a (laughs) cigarette, sitting by the window, and, uh, you know, Big wakes up and is just like, oh, what are you doing over there? Yeah, and she says, go to Paris i'm not coming with you it's so dramatic (laughs) she is rich this
1: carrie is the type of person who thinks she's in a like a movie but unfortunately she is in a tv show (laughs) hbo show hbo
0: (laughs) yeah and she says let's not pretend we're something we're not yeah Uh.
1: it's it's so dramatic and uh, he leaves in his billowing purple
0: shirt. Tuck in your shirt. You look so stupid. I was... Okay, you see him out the window walking out into the street and I was really hoping he was gonna step out onto the road and a car was gonna hit him. (laughs) (laughs) Like in Meet Joe Black, he
1: just goes flying. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be so good. And she puts on... She puts on her like, her little slip. This is the thing I hate. Who wakes up in the morning and it's like I'm gonna put on uh, my my set of barn and my panties instead sort of this perfectly good slip
0: like that covers you up
1: and it doesn't it's not, you're not wearing your bra
0: yeah true true I mean, she doesn't' have any
1: boobs has she you no know,
0: so no she really doesn't
1: she doesn't need to hold
0: anything up.
2: Not or in altogether.
0: Yeah. She sure doesn't do any of those things. So, but yeah, she's just smoking in her apartment and she knows that this is for the best. And she says, I was free, but there was nothing exquisite about it. Aww. Aww. Wah, wah. She certainly got carried away. She sure did. You've heard it. Dad jokes. Get ready for mum jokes. I love a dad joke. So, uh, very appreciated. So I guess we should get into rankings. Yes. Okay. I don't even know. I think Miranda is my top this week because her story was so funny. And I love to see Will Arnett and everything. Like, he's a really good comedic actor to me. And so I do really like to see him. Um, and then I'd probably say Samantha because she didn't do anything (laughs) except for be sex positive. And then, okay, this is the part where I think I'm going to say Carrie because first of all, because she threw a Big Mac at a TV and second of all, because her and Big are finally over. So, and then Charlotte last because I hated to see this. I think that's fair, mother. Um,
2: yeah, I guess.
0: Yeah, definitely
2: have to go for um, Miranda for for top spot. I think definitely. Yeah, I quite like the foot thing. You know, so <laughs> uh, I quite like the idea of getting free shoes for a, you know a little bit of a foot rub and whatever. But uh, yeah, well, because I'm a Samantha fan, I'll stay Samantha second, and then I'll slip Charlotte up to third. Okay. If that's
1: okay. I like that, yeah. You can do whatever you like. Thank you. Uh I think I think I'll agree with Steph just because I'm
0: always happy.
1: That's the thing, though, is I am always happy when Carrie dumps Big, but I know she'll go straight back. We know it's not for good, don't we?
0: Well, she's not going to go straight back to him. She's going to have a little while without Big for a bit. Uh, you know who we're going to see? We get
1: Aiden soon, but not for a bit, right? I think Aiden comes relatively. I th- yeah, I think she sort of plays... Well, we have John. We have John Bon Jovi. For
0: 2019. Ooh. Oh, I'm excited about that. We have John Bon Jovi. I think John Slattery is early season three, I think. Oh, yay. Uh, We've got a few things coming up. We've got Trey coming up. That has nothing to do with Carrie, but I think Aiden isn't until season three, I think. But I'm not really sure. I can't remember. Well, I'm excited for what the new year will
1: bring, both in terms of my actual life and uh, this bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So... I think, should we get into questions? I think we should, yeah. Okay, well, uh, we have four this week, and if you want to send us in questions, then you can send to seegirlsmakedotumblrcom forward slash ask. Um, I guess we might as well jump in. So, first question is from, why are you making that face? I'm scared. (laughs) I'm (laughs) scared.
0: (laughs) <laughs> i love that you're scared and i'm just laughing because i know that sarah's question is first and i can't wait to every time you say her tumblr name i <laughs> i laugh okay well yeah our first question is from sarah a friend of the
1: show uh host of fear baiting which i guessed on this question's kind of related to that okay uh so Chisatonkas tonkers asks hi alex's mom hi <laughs> I'm related to the episode, but what's your favourite horror movie? Oh, well, I do love a horror
2: movie. Um, The Babba baba, baba, Was it? Babadook? The Babadook. That was really <laughs> scary. I don't usually get that scared, but that was really, really scary, and I did enjoy it. Um, I'm a big Stephen King fan. I used to read him back in the day, and I sort of, I can't remember all the books because it's so long ago, but almost any movie, but um, and Get Out was good Oh, Get yeah, Out was really good, yeah Yeah, we went to the cinema to see that Alex took me for Mother's Day Isn't Aww. that cute of her? <laughs> That's nice but, uh, Yeah, it was really good And then at, right at the end When the, the girls get, in, uh, get shot and everything The whole audience started clapping And in <laughs> the UK that doesn't happen very often That's not a UK thing You know, we British don't do things like that mm-hmm. So that was really memorable and good But oh, I like yeah, I like any horror movie But I, I remember being really scared in the babadook and that was like yeah so thanks sarah for the question <laughs> do you want to also answer this alex
1: <laughs> oh my favorite my favorite scary movie um i think i answered it on fear bang but yeah i really like the scream franchise I like carrie obviously oh i saw the original i remember that yeah you and made then me saw... watch
2: it uh, Yeah,
0: yeah I... <laughs> oh i made alex watch lots of horror movies <laughs> What do you think is scarier, Carrie the movie or Carrie Bradshaw? <laughs> <laughs> good question. I do you know what would be a really good costume? Is the
1: like the pink tutu from oh, yeah. the opening title
2: covered in pigs' blood? Yeah,
1: well,
0: not really pigs' blood. Be so good that would Carrie's Clyde. <laughs> Uh, yeah i'm not a horror movie person i was gonna probably say scream also because uh yeah i love i like any i like horror movies that are like not supernatural at all where it's just like you know it's actually just like a murderer slashes sort of thing yeah Yeah. because i i get really freaked out by supernatural things or things that could never happen but if it's just like oh someone like lost it and killed their family i'm like okay i can watch that but plus uh big fan of uh skeet ulrich in uh oh and scream hell yeah
1: Oh, in the craft.
0: Good double feature for that. Um, next
1: question is okay from PR the Disaster on Tumblr, who asks, happy Carrie Snapped Day. <laughs> what, other f- <laughs> what other fetishes do you think there could be a whole restaurant based on? Would you go to those places? Oh, wow. And as a bonus, what's the most embarrassing thing your parents caught you doing? Is it worse than Miranda's plot? <laughs>
0: oh I guess okay. we should start
1: with the first question.
2: Okay, fetish restaurants. Restaurants.
0: I feel like they could. I feel like there could be like a furry restaurant, but that'd be really expensive to buy like fur suits for all your waiters.
2: Oh gosh, yeah, that would be
1: pretty, and they'd be very hot, wouldn't they? Oh
0: yeah. Gosh, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know.
1: Um, I okay. What about like feeders, like people who are into like feeding? like, people so they get fat. (laughs) That seems like the most obvious one. Yeah. True. What about these people, you know, like, where they they like, people like politicians
2: like to dress up as babies (laughs) and they they have to sit in... Um, cots and they get fed and they're in diapers and they get fed by oh the mummies but they get spanked and they have to have giant pacifiers and...
0: I think you're right. there you are, yeah. yeah. Giant baby restaurant. The daddy dom thing I, okay, oh. so many times I've accidentally got myself, like you know whenever you see sometimes there's like someone on Tumblr who will make a, you'll see it come up every once in a while where it's like, isn't OP like into wearing diapers and then every single time that comes up I inevitably click on their blog and then (laughs) I spend like an hour because I'm it's like a train wreck I'm so entranced by how the the this person will have an entire blog of just pictures of them in a diaper over and over again and just being like I shit myself and I it it's something to me I don't know I it just transfixes me but I could I could see a
1: restaurant where like it's for adults, and everything is, like, big, so you
0: feel, like, a little...
1: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, everything's scaled up. Yeah, and so then the makes you small. And then the food is, like, kids' food.
0: Oh, I've got one! <laughs> what if it's a restaurant where the entire decor is, like, done up, like, the inside of a uh, an animal, so you feel like you've literally been bored? <laughs>
2: oh that's horrible
0: you're just inside of it and you're like oh yeah i'm inside a gigantic thing right now oh that's
2: pretty gross you have a very strange mind (laughs) stephanie
0: thank you but i quite like the idea yeah
1: (laughs) sort of um, yeah yeah, I'm
2: trying to think. And
1: thank you for introducing
0: my mother to Vore. Uh, she really needed to know about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's my pleasure. This podcast does not, uh, you know, promote Vore, uh, but but it exists. So I figured I'd throw it out there. <laughs> okay,
1: I think we have some good ideas for the fetish restaurant, though.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. And would we go to these places? Oh! no no <laughs> maybe I would for like a lot I
2: might work in one to make lots of money <laughs> I've always fancied being a dominatrix you know oh my god <laughs> I think that'd be quite fun I mean not to actually do anything but you know <laughs> all the money they make just for making men look stupid I think it sounds amazing that's
0: true I agree with that Alex
2: is really embarrassed now she's pretending she's not with me (laughs) it's
0: hard to do that I think my issue is like it's I think I can see them existing but I'm like a fairly vanilla person so I'm kind of like there's no point in me going if I'm not gonna enjoy it so it's one of those things where I'm like if this is for you that's sweet but like I'm not gonna have fun here so I'm probably not gonna go no it's a bit blur
1: it Mm. yeah no I would do it for the Instagram clout but that's about it So the next part of the question of what's the most embarrassing things your parents caught you doing. Uh, what's the most embarrassing thing you caught me doing?
2: What's oh, the most embarrassing I caught you doing? Um, I don't know. I can't think of anything. Um, your dad did say once that he looked on your computer and you'd been looking at something that you shouldn't have been looking at. <laughs> but you were only about 11, so I can't think it was that bad. <laughs> She's been a good girl, really. She's, you know she doesn't embarrass me very often
0: Mm, can't say the same about you
2: okay thanks
0: (laughs) (laughs) no I'm trying to think of what kind of things I because I never really got caught doing anything that bad like I think I know that one time I was really embarrassed because and this was like not my parents but it was like other people's parents but I was at my friend's house back in like the year 2000 when computers were like pretty new to have like it was kind of new for everyone to have one and I remember we were just going and typing things in on her browser just being we would be be like, let's go to pee.com or let's go to like poo.com or Boobs.com or Stephanie.com. And all of them were porn, obviously. Um, even Stephanie.com, and I was like, hmm. But uh then her her mom like found out that we'd done that. And I was like, oh, that's embarrassing. And I was like nine at the time or ten at the time or something. Same sort of thing, really, yeah. isn't it? You know. I think one time when I was like 12 my stepdad saw me like practicing kissing on my hand or something (laughs) Uh, but yeah not really anything else aside from like my mom asking me like is that a hickey i remember
1: i wrote down like deviant art because i wanted to show my friends something um and my dad thought it was porn
0: (laughs) oh my god but it was
1: just it was like a dress-up game (laughs) Like it wasn't porn. I think that might have been the issue. Do you Do you have anything to share about embarrassing parents? Embarrassing parents or being caught doing something? Oh well, uh, my my parents did come home once
2: a bit too <laughs> early. Uh, this is when I was very young in my teens, and uh, luckily my mum came in first and sort of managed to make a lot of noise and keep my dad out of the room till we both got ourselves a bit better dressed before my dad came in because that would have been mortified if he'd come in first but uh, yeah so yeah that's about my most embarrassing moment but uh, it was a long time ago mm. a miranda moment but not on purpose yeah that's true yeah yeah definitely not yeah not no not quite a miranda moment no. Ugh, that would have been horrible i don't think i'd be able to look at now <laughs>
1: <laughs> next question this one's nice Uh, it's nice it's nice okay uh it's from uh our friend summer uh interstellar princess on tumblr who are for alex's mother what was it like raising a literal angel oh
2: how sweet (laughs) (laughs) she doesn't know you (laughs) (laughs) No, she's a lovely girl i was very lucky to have her So I didn't think I was going to have any kids. And then I was uh, 39 when I found out I was pregnant with the most beautiful little girl. And uh, I had her a month after I turned 40. So my life certainly did begin at 40. And I wouldn't change a day. She can be a night bitch, (laughs) as I'm sure you probably know. (laughs) But I love it a bit, so we're best friends and we do have lots of fun, and uh, I'll miss her when she leaves me. Um, I hope it's well, in some ways, I hope she moves out soon just for her sake, but I hope it's a long time for my sake because she's lovely. So thank you. Oh, she's gone, always shy. Yeah.
1: No, I have. Last question. Okay. Uh, From friend of the show, Sue. Uh, At least five verses on Tumblr. Ask. this is for alex's lovely mother what's your number one piece of advice for a city girl who's just trying to make do
2: stay strong stay positive be true to yourself try and be kind to others and hopefully that all comes back to you karma's a bitch so you know make sure your karma is good um and just you know keep on it all you know tomorrow seems really hard but the day after is not usually quite so bad so just you know and believe in yourself and just be nice to other people and hopefully that will come back thank you that's
0: some pretty good (laughs) advice thank you next (laughs) (laughs) you're perfect for a guest on this show it's really good (laughs) Uh, thank you
1: we we do love ariana
0: yeah oh we do love ariana so i think that's it yeah that's that's the podcast uh and we will be back sometime in january i guess we haven't even decided when we're recording our next episode yet but we'll be back in january and uh hope everyone has a nice holidays a nice winter merry
2: christmas and a happy new year let's hope 2019's
0: good for everyone i hope so too
2: and we get some peace get some peace Yeah. yeah Thanks, Steph, for inviting me.
0: Oh, thank you for coming.
2: Get to do this another time soon. And look after Alex for me. Aww.
0: Aww. <laughs> I will. We hope we can have you back again soon, too. <laughs> I'd love to. Okay, bye. <laughs>
2: Is that from you? Okay,
1: well, yeah, I guess you don't have anything to plug. You're not really on the internet, so are you? No,
2: I mean, only... Um, Googling me me local news and things, and <laughs> Facebook page, you know,
0: um, old lady shopping. <laughs> uh, well, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Age of Oddish, and you can find me on Tumblr at Winful Island. Yeah, um, you can find me on Tumblr at Dork
1: Mum, do you want to sign off the show? Okay, everybody. Well, it's been great fun talking about Sex in the City and
2: those naughty girls. And anyway, we'll see you later, masturbator. <laughs> I <laughs> don't